You were living your life, climbing the ladder and carving out a career for yourself. You had big plans and big ideas. And then you had a baby and everything changed. Just like that. All of it came to a screeching halt. Maybe you kept working or maybe you stayed home. Either way, your world suddenly became very small. And though you were never alone, you were always lonely. You silently asked yourself, where did I go? Who is that tired looking woman staring back at me in the mirror? Until you remembered something very important. You aren't just a mother. You are a mother plus artist, a mother plus entrepreneur, a mother plus musician, a mother plus yogi. You can have an identity outside of motherhood. My name is Stacy Hudson. I'm a mother to two under four, plus writer, certified health coach, aspiring entrepreneur, and athlete. My name is Stephanie Springer. I'm a mother to 10 and 15-year-old girls, plus writer, music therapist, producer, singer, and teacher. Here, we will interview mom bosses, entrepreneurs, artists, athletes, and passionate hobbyists and talk about how to find the thing that lights you up again. You're in there. We know it. You just have to find her again. Welcome to the Mother Plus Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a mini episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Hudson, and I am without Stephanie today as this is a solo episode. Today, we're going to talk about finding ourselves again in motherhood And one of the best ways I can think to do that is by reading you a piece that I wrote and performed in front of hundreds of women in a show called Listen to Your Mother. But first, I'd like to do a quick recap with you on how this podcast started and why. It's been over a year since the idea of the Mother Plus podcast was put into motion. On August 26, 2021, I met Stephanie Springer for coffee to talk about an idea I had a podcast all about moms who felt that mom wasn't a big enough title for them, that they were more than mothers, or at least they felt they were at one time. I wanted to speak to the women out there who had creative passions buried deep inside that they had forgotten about, and I wanted to help them get in touch with the things that made them who they were before they had children. We laughed about how we both hate sitting on the floor and doing voices with our kids, We both related with this idea that motherhood wasn't enough for us, even though we were the types of girls who thought having children would complete us, you know, in a Jerry Maguire kind of way. And we both gushed about the desire we have to do big things and achieve audacious goals long after motherhood. Stephanie was all in and the Mother Plus podcast was born. It's been over a year since that day and I can't help but look back and see how far I've come. I think it's so easy to look at your current situation of motherhood, especially when your kids are really little, and think, it's going to be like this forever. Kind of like when you break an arm or have surgery, and it feels as though the healing is never ending, and then you resign yourself to this new incredibly difficult way of living. But then they grow a little, and you grow a little, And you heal from your past wounds and things shift and you find your footing, you find your groove, or at the very least, you aren't as shaken by the hard stuff as much. That's where I am right now. I am far from a perfect mother. I haven't reached all of my goals, but I'm living them out every day and I'm finding joy in the process. Unlike before motherhood, when all I could focus on was the end point, the finish line, 
getting published or getting a promotion or reaching a thousand followers on my blog. Now I take such pride in the moments I take for myself to work on my craft or to work on me. Those moments of silence after drop-off or bedtime are so precious and so special. I don't waste them with anxiety, or at least I try not to. I use them wisely to write, to create, or to just be and do something indulgent for myself, like drink spiked hot chocolate while watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Before I started this podcast, I was, as my friend Liz says, white-knuckling it through motherhood. I read all the books, listened to all the podcasts, and tried really hard to smile and enjoy it because it all goes by so fast. But I wasn't enjoying it. I was tired and the whole mothering thing felt strained and forced to me as if I wasn't doing it right. And then I realized I wasn't doing it right (laughs) because it shouldn't feel so unnatural. It shouldn't feel like you're pretending the whole time, like you're being somebody you're not in order to be the perfect parent. What changed was me doing some personal work and eventually acknowledging that I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy being a mom. I admitted it to my husband and I admitted admitted it to myself. And as soon as I did that, a huge shift was made. And that's when it clicked. I had changed so much after having my first baby, I had forgotten who I was. I was unrecognizable to my old self, not just in pant size and wardrobe selection, but in personality. The core parts of my personality had disappeared because I had let them. I had a baby, and I gave her everything and left nothing for me. In doing this podcast and auditioning for Listen to Your Mother, I was stepping into myself again. I was making a statement to others, but most importantly to myself, that I'm still in there, that I can be a mom and be Stacy, loud, confident, creative, crazy Stacy. I don't have to compartmentalize them. I can merge them together. It's what I like to call remembering her, which also happens to be the name of my piece. So without further ado, here it is. On November 20th, 2021, I slept in a hotel bed all by myself. There were no bedtime stories to read, nobody begging me to stay until they fell asleep, no teeth to brush, no butts to wipe, and most importantly, nobody to wake me up in the morning. This seemingly insignificant occurrence would mean nothing to my before kid self, but to mom Stacy, it was everything like a juicy steak or a chocolate cake or sleeping till noon. This blissful night was preceded by a blissful day where I spent my morning walking the streets of Chicago by myself, my afternoon drowning in belly laughs and old stories with my two best friends, and my evening drinking and chatting at a house party with my known since junior high friends for our 10th annual Friendsgiving. It was my momcation, a bold move that took me four years to make. It might have been the best trip of my life because it was the closest I'll ever get to traveling back in time. Since becoming a mom, I found myself fantasizing about my old life. Whenever I was overwhelmed by the hard reality of motherhood, something I had wished for my whole life, I just closed my eyes and took a trip back. Back to the old Stacy, the woman I knew inside and out. The one who had the world in her hands and an energy that could light up any room. Saturday nights were for karaoke. I would plan my song ahead of time, drink just the right amount of vodka tonic, and step on stage to experience a high that only singing in front of a room full of strangers could give me. I was good. Not at singing, 
but damn, could I put on a show? At one point, I got the whole bar to do chorus line kicks with me to Frank Sinatra's New York, New York. I remember stepping off the stage and thinking, nailed it. If karaoke wasn't an option, there was always dancing. Dancing at bars, dancing in our apartment, dancing in the streets. I remember thinking, there will never be a day when I stop going out to dance. Ha! Friday nights, and close enough to Friday nights, were for going out to eat. My then-boyfriend, now-husband, and I lived in downtown Chicago in the West Loop, home to Google's Midwest headquarters, trendy boutique hotels, and some of the most popular chef-driven restaurants in the country. Mexican, Mediterranean, Italian, Japanese fusion with spicy mezcal or complicated cocktails that took 10 minutes to concoct. Wood-fired pizzas on rooftops, sushi rolls with exotic sauces. The night was ours and nobody else's. We could talk for hours without bouncing tiny humans on our knees in hopes of getting through dinner. I lived for these nights and took pictures of almost everything I ate, later writing about it on my food blog, Healthy Stacy, my pride and joy before I had children. Saturday mornings were for the farmer's market. I walked to the park, reusable Trader Joe's bags in hand, ready to fill with grass-fed beef, organ meat, chicken feet for my bone broth, pasture-raised eggs, and locally grown organic produce. I carried this ridiculously heavy load four blocks home, dumped my loot out on the kitchen counter to photograph, then spent hours cooking a fancy meal, only to take more pictures of the final product. Damn, I had a lot of time in my hands. Weekdays, of course, were for work. I was the only female copywriter in my ad agency, the kind that skewed young and had a cool city location and unlimited ice cream in the cafeteria freezer. They called me Peggy Olson, as in the tenacious secretary turned copywriter from Mad Men. I was known for inspirational monologues that I would perform during pitch meetings to sell the client on our agency. I loved it. It was like the theater career I never had. Weekday nights, if I was truly alone, were reserved for my most embarrassing guilty pleasure, 90s TV. I owned entire box sets of Boy Meets World, Friends, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The Cosby Show and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air were easy to catch on TV, so no box sets necessary. My little 90s oasis made me feel like I was a kid again. Whenever I was stressed or overworked, I would hit the rewind button to go back to a simpler time. That girl. She wasn't perfect, but she knew how to live. She knew how to put herself first. She knew how to take up space when she walked into a room. I remember her, and I miss her. I thought motherhood would make me stronger and more confident, but instead, in so many ways, it made me shrink and doubt myself more than I ever had before. Instead of bringing energy into a room, I would drain the energy from it. Instead of loud and exuberant, I became quiet and cautious. I was afraid to wake somebody up or cause additional disruption to an already chaotic environment. I would constantly second-guess myself, always looking to my husband for the correct answer. There's nothing like the responsibility of another human being to make you question everything about yourself, your values, your dependability, your compassion, your cleanliness, your temper. Your children are like a mirror of your worth. They represent what you put out into the world. That's some scary shit when you really think about it. Here's the thing. When I walked into that house party on that unforgettable November night, it was like I stepped back into my old body. I mean, I running manned into the kitchen for my grand entrance. I sang at the top of my lungs to songs I was so happy to know. I jumped up and down and squealed at the sight of old friends and laughed at the stupidest of conversations. 
I was acting like the girl I used to be. And then I realized she's still in there. She was just buried under anxiety and fear and doubt and poopy diapers. So many poopy diapers. It only took hopping on a plane and leaving it all behind for a night to find her. I see her now at living room dance parties, striking a pose and belting out every word of the lyrics to the Clueless soundtrack. I hear her every time she speaks into the mic to introduce old friends and new friends on her newest passion project, the Mother Plus Podcast. I'm in the weeds now. That's what everyone tells me. This is the hardest it'll ever be, they say. I think that's because you have to give the most of yourself now. And maybe I give more than most. Maybe I give too much. Maybe I don't know how to take care of myself as long as I'm taking care of others. But I'd like to think when I come out of the weeds... I will start to see clearly again and realize suddenly that I'm stronger and more confident than I ever was before. And then, maybe, I'll think back and remember her as someone who still had a lot of living left to do. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. We've been getting your reviews, DMs, Instagram comments, and texts, and we have been dying for a way to connect with you all on a regular basis. If you want more from us, we invite you all to meet the Mother Plus newsletter, where we will send you the latest episode, upcoming events, calls for new guests and ideas, and upcoming course offerings. You just have to visit our website at www.motherplusser.com and click on newsletter to sign up. And at the risk of asking too much of you, we'd also love a review. Gotta ask for what you want, right? We love you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll chat again next week. Bye.